What's up? It's Sunday night, and this is Dave, and normally I do the podcast like noon or one or so on a Sunday, but now it's almost uh, like nine o'clock on Sunday night, and uh, I'm late today because we had a big day. Carson's Eagle Scout project was mostly taking place today, a big part of it anyway, Um, and he basically is collecting musical instruments for kids who can't afford them. And I think that's really cool because, you know, Carson plays drums and he plays piano and he does not build anything. God forbid we ever try to build, um, I don't know, a wheelchair accessible ramp or a gazebo or a park bench or something like that as an Eagle Scout project, which is pretty typical. Um, uh, That would be dangerous because we don't build things. And so we had to go something differently. So we did that today with a bunch of help from the Boy Scouts. We went all over Chaska and Chanhassen and put out flyers. And, uh, you know, the the great thing about it was none of the boys complained. They're taking a beautiful Sunday afternoon or morning, as the case may be. There were two shifts. And none of them complained. And they had fun. And it's like, do you guys realize what a great thing you're doing? You're actually serving your community. And you're helping people. And you're not complaining. You're not saying what's in it for me. They got pizza and they kind of had fun with it. And I think that, you know what? I think, I hope that Boy Scouts makes kind of a resurgence because it's not been the hippest thing in the world for the last couple of generations. Um, I don't know why, because it's hip to play lacrosse and it's hip to play soccer and it's hip to play baseball and football. And Boy Scouts kind of gets tossed by the wayside. But think about this and tell me whether you agree with this one. This could ruffle some feathers. Sports, in a large degree, my opinion, does not teach good character. Sports teaches some good character, but a lot of it depends on the coach. Here's what sports teaches. Strong, fast people are worthy and needed. Weak, slow people, they're not worthy. So I think sports overall, we like to say sports builds character. I don't know, does it? Why are such why are so many athletes such horrible people? Why are they so misogynistic, assholes, lawbreakers, um, criminals, wife beaters, dog killers? Tell me where you the correlation between building character in sports and Michael Vick. Tell me the character in sports between um, the guy in, uh, we forgot his name, Ryan Lochte. Was that his name? The guy that claimed that he got held up at a gas station? You don't see a lot of Eagle Scouts pull that shit. It just doesn't happen. Hey, listen, not all Boy Scouts are perfect either. But this thing I like about it, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap this part up really quick and move on to other more interesting things, is that um, in Boy Scouts... It really reflects today's values of education, self-reliance, caring about the environment, appreciating the environment, and doing service for your community and for people who are less fortunate than you. Well, a hockey team will go out and raise money for new uniforms or equipment bags, but they're not raising money, unless I don't know about it, to feed starving people or to build a gazebo or to get band instruments for so I'm not I'm not knocking sports I'm just saying sports in my opinion is ridiculously overrated whereas something like scouting is underrated and I hope it makes a resurgence once people realize what scouting really represents Okay, moving on. Here's a new phenomenon I noticed. Tell me whether you notice this too. By the way, you want to comment on anything if you think I'm wrong 
send me an email to DaveRyan at KDWB.com, or maybe you'll think I'm right. I don't know. So here's something I noticed. Do you notice this thing? I've noticed whenever we have a meeting at our house lately, and it's usually a Boy Scout meeting or, or some sort of meeting or whatever, usually for something with Carson, that everybody waits outside until everybody is there, and then they all come in together. Have you noticed this? What is that, a new thing? Because nobody wants to be the first one and the only one to arrive. I mean, I know all these people and I'm comfortable around them, but I get why people will wait outside. I mean, the doorbell rings at 7 o'clock and they all come in, one right after the other. And I'm like, were you guys waiting for each other outside? And one of the moms today said, yeah, yeah, we were. And I'm like, shit, is that a thing? I guess it is. Here's another thing. Steve brought this up and tell me whether you think this is this is a thing. Uh, that when you go to a water park or somewhere like a water park, but I think water park's the best example, with your kids, who gets stuck babysitting the kids? And by I mean babysitting, one parent sits in the chair sipping margaritas and reading her Kindle, and I did say her Kindle, while the other parent, the dad, is the one who's like, yep, got to go on the giant mega water slide, got to go on the lazy river, got to go on this, got to go on that. Dad, dad, dad. Let's go on the lazy river. Dad, let's go on the mega plunge. Is that a thing? I totally noticed that. When my kids were little, I was the one that went on the rides. And Susan sat by the pool reading or playing on her phone. I don't know if people played on their phones back when Carson was little or Allison was little for sure. Um, but I was always the one. And when we went on vacations, we like when we went to Hawaii a couple of years ago, Susan sat her ass by the pool and Carson and I went paddleboarding and we went surfing and we went to do this. So are you the one in your family that takes the kids on their adventures while, you, while your partner sits by the pool and drinks? Or are you the one by the pool? Hey, if you are, I'm jealous. This is the funny thing about this is like, I would love to hear what you think. And it's too bad this is not live. So I couldn't like take your calls or texts or something like that. But send me an email to let me know what you think. You know what I should do is get a Facebook page together for this and discuss some of the topics. I think I'll do that this week is get together a Facebook page for take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. I should make a note to do that. Okay. Uh, before I get too long-winded, there's a couple of shout-outs that I want to do. Uh, emails that I got. I love getting your emails. Uh, here's one from Kim. She says, hey, Kim. I mean, hey, Dave, it's Kim, the Girl Scout leader from Maryland. Uh, per your podcast request, I'm emailing you to tell you I'm listening to Take a Shower and Shit Town. Thanks for the recommendation and all the good advice. I hope to treat myself to the hard copy of your book this week. It's Educator Week at Barnes & Noble equals deep discounts. Enjoy what's left of your weekend. Thank you, Kim. Thanks for being a teacher. Thanks for doing what you do. Uh, we'll touch briefly on Shit Town. That is the podcast that uh, I had been talking about and... Um, Steve turned me on to it along with Fallon. My daughter listened to it. We were at the Science Museum last week. The woman in front of us heard us talking about it. She said, I'm listening to it too. Um, I got to the end of it, and it left me a little bit empty. I'm not going to give you a spoiler, but it left me a little bit empty. Um, I want you to listen to it if you get a chance. If you're into things like serial or making a murderer, or some kind, if you're into watching 48 Hours Mysteries or Dateline NBC, um, you like things like that, you'll like, you'll like Shit Town. It really is intriguing, but it, le it rings a little hollow at the end. See what you think. Here is Susie. She sends me an email to Dave Ryan at KDWB.com. Dave, 
This is all really excellent advice. We are so excited and anxious to get moving, so thanks for taking time out of your busy schedule to scare. Oh, this is a different one. Oh, this is, I know what this is. I'm sorry, my bad. Susie's making her own podcast, and she wanted some tips from me, so she wrote to me and asked me, whoops, for some uh, some podcast ideas. So I think actually that might be all that I've got right now for shout-outs. So, hey, if you listen to the podcast, I appreciate it. Um... We're not going to take up too much longer because I don't want these to go too long and be too self-indulgent. But I wanted to say, uh, let me find it here. Okay, we talked about that. I have a note in my phone here about what to talk about on the podcast. Um, Bar Rescue, the show Bar Rescue. I thought, I read two things today that, or, or saw Bar Rescue and saw something on there and then I heard from one of the Harlem Globetrotters reading in his bio uh, about things that make you successful. And I think this is really important because I've experienced this myself. Be coachable. Okay, we're going to start off with Zeus from the Harlem Globetrotters. He says, and I'll sum it up really quickly, Zeus says that he wasn't the most talented person on the teams that he played with, but he was the most coachable. In other words, he did it the way the coach wanted it done, the way that it should be done for the team, rather than the way Zeus wanted it to be. And that's what's made him so successful. And a lot of people want to do it for them or the way that they want or what makes them look good or what feels good to them. And they don't want to be coached. Let's talk about Bar Rescue. You watch that show. It's really fascinating. This guy who's an expert on bars and nightclubs and restaurants comes in and tells them, here's what you got to do. And if they don't do it, he gets pissed. And he says, that's why you failed, because you won't do it the way I told you to. And he, I'm paraphrasing, but he said something like, it's the bars and the owners that do what I tell them to do that go on to be successful. And the ones that keep doing it the way they did fail. My experience with that, and maybe you've had an experience with that. Maybe you're a manager at work or a coach or a leader of some kind, and, and you've tried to teach people a better way to do it or the right way or show them, and they don't want to. I've coached a ton of radio shows around the country. We don't talk about this on the radio, but my company has me coach other radio shows around our company. And I get hired by consultants to coach radio shows around the country and in Canada. And I have one model show. And they were Frankie and Gina in San Diego. And they worked at a radio station out there. And they wanted to know what to do to win. They wanted to know what to do on their show. And I told them, I told them, you got to do this. Don't do this and don't do this, but do this and do more of this. And guess what? They went from ninth place to first place within about a year. And we worked together on that show. And San Diego is a big market and they did great. Um, and Frankie eventually left for Boston. And well, that didn't work out as well as everybody had hoped, but they listened. And then I worked with some other shows and some listen to some, but not all, and they're doing okay. You know, they're doing about as well as they did when I started talking to them because it's really hard to change, to get somebody to believe that you're right and they might be wrong. But it's really smart to listen to somebody who is, I mean, not bragging, but has done well. If they tell you what you should be doing, you should take their advice. Then I worked with a show that would listen to nothing I suggested. Nothing. I'd say, you guys got to try this, and I'd get a long pause. And one would finally speak up and say, well, we don't really like that or believe in that. 
And I'm like, what's your fucking problem? Seriously. You know, you're, you're getting some really good advice. You guys really are green at this. You don't know what you're doing. Guess what? They got fired. And I wasn't glad to see them got fired. get fired. I was super bummed they got fired. But I knew why. Because they didn't want to be coached. So that's what I'll wrap it up with. Be coached. Let yourself be coached. It's the only way to get better. And it makes you more valuable. And it makes people appreciate you more. Be coached. And we'll wrap it up with that. Send me your thoughts to Dave Ryan at KDWB.com. Uh, and check out my book, too. That's what the podcast is all based on. Take a shower, show up on time, and don't steal anything. You know this. All right, have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week here on the podcast. <laughs>